Hey friends, there's a few dates in particular coming up, which I'd like to see as many 12 and a half as possible in the next few months. Um, March 15th and 16th, I'll be headlining Laughs Unlimited in Sacramento. Uh, April 5th, I'll be at the Last Best Comedy Club in Bozeman, Montana. Uh, I'd love it if we could get some 12 and a half in the crowd for those, uh, those particular dates. And the first week of May, I'll be at the MGM in Las Vegas. Be fun to party with you there. TJ will be in Syracuse February 16th and 17th. Raleigh, North Carolina, the Improv, March 8th and 9th. And uh, if you want more details about his dates, go to tjmillerdoesnothaveawebsite.com. And enjoy the show. Thanks for listening. Now entering Nerdist.com. Answering the questions you don't have. Deep conversations in the shallow end. Two men with lots of ideas and less than an hour. Intelligent-ish. This is Cashing In with T.J. Miller. solitary out here. I don't think there's anybody else out here. Ehi! Ehi! Deshai! Deshai shai! Deshai shai! That's what they respond to, the bats. I don't know what that is in the distance, but I'm going to go find out. That's a weird sounding bird. I'm going to go check it out. It sounds more like a wild animal. It sounds like a. TJ? What the? Who the? What are you doing out here? There. Are you? He did. Wait. How Hi. The, who the? Here the? Are you out here birding too? No, I've been sleeping with the bears. You just sleep out uh, here? Yeah. Yeah, I get lonely. I'm out here birding. Post, post Yogi Bear 3D. I was looking for bats. Bats aren't birds, though. You were burning bats. Well, that, are you serious? Yeah, I don't think they're bats. Yeah. Okay. Well, I was also I was also looking for the San Diego chicken. And did you find I heard him? he was out here. No, nothing of the sort. But I love birding in my spare time. Well, I want to assure you. You're not I, out here birding? I want to assure you that I am not the San Diego chicken. Well, and see, you're, you're not wearing your Maytag costume. No. I wasn't no, sure no. what you were doing. It scares the bears. A- after Yogi Bear 3D, I just. There's a lot of me that. That misses the bears. You know what I'm saying? Hey, buddy, come here. No, Give me a hug. No. It's okay. Don't, don't touch me. Oh, it's okay. Hey, hey, hey! Listen, bud. I I don't mean. I'm to sorry. I've been living among the bears boundaries. for too long. Yeah, you've been. How long you been I've out been here? I've seen you in a while. 
It's been at least a it's months, been a week days. Yeah. It's been at least a week. And a week and a week. Two weeks. Two weeks since I've seen you. Two weeks since last last week. Since a week, yeah. It's been a long time. How you been? I mean, it, you know, good. I got in a huge fight with the female bear. Like three hours before this, she thought that I was trying to talk to her cubbies or to little cubs just because I was trying to sell them, you know, chocolate for my basketball team and my church. And I thought they'd be interested. Bears like chocolate. You know, they're honey crisps. So she attacked me. And I really? it was really, it's disappointing, Cash. It's Ouch. disappointing to live in and among bears. Yeah. And to have it, even one of them turn on you, it just seems... I mean, I'm providing it's an act most of, betrayal. of the food. Yeah. If, any of it, if we go out and we get food, all of us bears together, I, I almost always pay for it. I'm mm-hmm. serious. How really is, frustrating. How is Kate handling this, you being out here with the bears? Uh, no, no, no. The bears' name was now. I know you're engaged now. Oh, yeah, no, no. But, oh, you're telling me. Oh, Kate. Yeah, yeah. Kate was... Kate kind of... You're betrothed now. Betrothed. Um... Kate actually, Does she um, mind you coming out here on these long forays into the wilderness? You know, it gives her time to do what she does, you know? Ballet and kind of painting and essaying. And, She's a uh, very, poetry. like, unique person. You were telling me about that We once. were talking about that. I think that she... There, well, well, what do you think? I don't think there's any other person like her. The only attribute I see in other people that I say you would like, Kate, is kindness. Yeah. Are you laughing at the bear fur all over me? No, yeah. I just, it's kind of crazy. Yeah, she's very kind. She really is. Would you say that's I can't imagine her. I don't see any scenario where she would be un, unkind to people. It's really I don't hard. see any scenario. She can, she can be sharp if someone is being... She exudes kindness. Because lately people kind of attack her. They say, well, you're... You know, they just don't pay as much attention to her. They're kind of talking about, you know... <clears throat> Other stuff, but this was her first year going to Fashion Week. That was an interesting experience. And she sort of said to me, I'm realizing I'm going to have to be sharp with some people. Because they're, they're going to sort of say, oh, so you don't really make any money, so he makes all the money. Like, she has to deal with that energy sometimes. And that's, you know, neither the case, nor should she feel like she has to explain herself well, to Well, any, anybody in any artistic form who isn't household name famous receives those questions. I think that's you know? right, yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm able to support my family, and uh, things are fine, but my mom gets that question all the time, you know? Oh, is he able to make that work? <laughs> you know? True. Or, uh, yeah, he'll get there. You yeah, know, those things. a lot of that. You know? He just needs to keep getting his face out hey, there. Someone he needs to keep plugging me. away, you know? So, I mean, no matter who you are, unless people, you're in your shoes right now, it, you're going to get that question. People don't know, you know. People just don't know. They don't and I know think what anybody that's able to make any kind of living, anybody that's able to make any kind of living in any artistic form, I consider a success. And that's Absolutely. why I think it's interesting. That's my barometer for, I mean, I think that's fantastic when people are able to do that. Anybody that doesn't have an alarm clock, a boss. But you're right. Uh, you know what? A dancer, like a modern dancer in a modern dance company that's making like a very, very modest living, but she's only dancing and teaching dancing classes. I mean, that's not, that's a success. That's successful. Yeah. And each but success, people will yeah. still, every time, say like, yeah, so she's a dancer. She's in New York. And, uh, and somebody's going to say like, like they oh, have to apologize. Does, yeah. she, does she make it work out there? Yeah. She's like, yeah, she's able to make ends meet. It's never like. It's ends meet. It's yeah. incredible. Yeah. She makes a living. Yeah. How many human beings yeah. move their bodies around and get paid for it? Yeah. 
Um, not many. And so status anxiety thing. People always want to put. It, I, we, she and I talked about this last night. Why, when people see two people that are like happy or powerful or trying to do the work or altruistic or working for other people or and just ha- two happy people, why is their first instinct to knock them down a peg? Instead of looking and saying, oh, maybe I can learn from this. Yeah, well, what, let me, let me say do? it this way. I think that every single time you're comparing yourself to someone else, you're feeling unhappy. And that's why I think Facebook makes people feel unhappy. Because yeah. Facebook, Facebook is just a Facebook PR. Is Face, Facebook is where you just make money off people seeing your face. Facebook is where somebody yeah. just... It, they they you know, bake they kinda, your face. Yeah, it's a, it's a face baking site. That turns into a nice tort It looks type. like a melted it's tort a face. melted tort yeah. face. <laughs> Melted tort face is a whole different thing. We'll have a whole episode dedicated to that once we find this uh, uh, San Diego chicken. But here's what I'm saying. <laughs> Facebook's just a PR machine. Everyone's just going to put the nicest, most lovely things about themselves right. the on best, there. The best. The best. They're going to put their best foot forward. They're going to show them on the Great Wall of China. They're always going to be happy. They're always going to look like their world is perfect, and you'll never see the backstory, the you know the struggles and the tribulations they go through, and the, the, trials, the trials, I should say, that they go through. You only really see the tribulations. In any event, it's primarily every tribulations. Moment, these I don't days. think that's why Facebook doesn't make people happy. I don't think. I think every moment that you're comparing yourself to somebody else, you're feeling unhappy, because either you feel like they're doing better than you, which makes you feel jealous, which is one of the most unpleasant emotions a human can yeah. have, or you shouldn't even have it, or you feel like you're doing better than them, and that doesn't feel very good either. Yeah. Then so I think every bad. moment you're comparing yourself, you should try to stop. Well, why does why isn't it more about like? Oh, good for that person. I mean, I, that mean, you know what? I should put more work into my own life to become. It's hard happier. to be that noble. It's one it's of the not hardest even nobility. things. It's just like it's the difference between somebody wanting to be ignorant and 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 wanting to work hard. Well, I think you have to feel really good about yourself to feel to happy learn. for others. That's what I'm saying. You have to have that really? in place first. Yeah. Yeah, and but I think all this is taught to us by America. America is like you should. You're not quite as happy as you could be. You could be doing better. Look at this person. Look at this attractive people. Look at this attractive group of people. That's what I'm saying. The whole beer. thing is built on comparing yourself to others. Do you yeah. want to be this happy? Can you be this happy? And here's the thing. That, here's my question. Let's hear and it. This is, here's, here's what I think. I think that if your expectation is to be happy all the time, you'll be disappointed. And, and that's, I think people expect too much happiness, and that's part of the problem. Because yeah. they think everyone else is super happy. Everything you're feeling, somebody else is feeling right now. Any of the type of sadness you feel, what's your default position? Do you wake up feeling happy yeah. or not? Who, me? Yeah, what's your default? Happy. I have a default setting. I wake happy. up feeling terrible. Really? Yeah, I feel very depressed. I'm not happy to be awake. I feel like the world's ending. Everything's terrible in the true? universe. I do. I feel terrible this in the morning. Is all true? Yeah, very true. I've never known That's my this. default setting. Is that why you wake up screaming, please, God, let it all end? Yeah, and it doesn't help. I sleep with an anvil uh, on my stomach, and it, yeah. it puts a lot of pressure on me physically. I think that's... And once I push the anvil off... Have you ever tried a non-anvil A non-anvil uh, sleep uh, arrangement? I have not. Night. I have not. Okay. I will uh, answer that in the negative. Okay. But... I wake up feeling very sad, and then as the day goes on, I feel happier and happier. And that's why I'm an insomniac, because I don't want to go to sleep the longer it goes on for. Because as the day goes on, I'm able to settle myself down and realize that my default setting wasn't accurate. That we can't expect to be happy every moment of every day. Yeah. Um, 
But those moments where you feel those precious moments where you just feel a sense of peace or something makes you super happy, those should be cherished. But I I think also you should be working. Work hard to sort of find, if it's K.A. talking, it's like find everything beautiful. Start to look at things and go... You know, there's beauty in that little puddle. But I'm mud. saying because we compare ourselves on, to others, don't we expect too much from life? Well, then we should be focusing and working. Again, the idea of work more, working on being more grateful for what we have. And like stopping comparing ourselves to other people. The minute you stop comparing yourself none to others, them, I think you'll be happy. Absolutely. No, none of them have anything to do with us. And that's what's great about a terrible you default you position in the morning. You weren't the same skill set. You're, you, weren't, you don't have the same I'll surroundings, have, yeah. environment. There's no reason to compare yourself to anybody else. They, they're completely different. There's no, that's not your life, and you wouldn't want it to be. Because they have all their haunting fears and tremblings. You know, I think you're right. But I wake up with a default happy. Really? And I just, I stay happy, pretty much, for the most part. I'll sometimes get down, but I'm generally a fairly happy person. I get stressed out much, much more than mm-hmm. I get upset or sad. So your default is happiness. That's yeah. rare, I think. For, I, I don't know if that's rare. I don't think it's rare. The good, the good news is it doesn't go down. Happy. No, really, my default is that <laughs> something terribly wrong is going to happen every day. Really? Yeah. Like what, somebody dying or... Is that the neurosis? I think I worry a lot. I think all you have to do is you just have to work on being more grateful for what you have. Work on not comparing yourself. Do the work to sort of see yourself as an individual who's really got a lot of great things. You're only competing for. against yourself. And we've, yeah. Exactly. Can you be happier than you were yesterday? That's it. Day by day. That's all. Yeah. And you know what makes me happy? What? The triple, triple banger, banger lightning, lightning round. round. Uh, triple banger lightning round. Question one. What's the most... Sorry, in- I'm yeah. going to try and guess it before you okay. hear the question. Try to guess it. <clears throat> Excuse me. Kind, 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 be kind to one another. <clears throat> Nipple Fantasia. Is that the answer? No. It isn't. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> Actually, it might be. The question was, uh, more common item you'll find in lunchboxes, PB&J or E. coli? I mean, I think nipple fantasia. <laughs> it's weird you didn't use that opportunity to throw in nipple fantasia as one of the common items. I, I should have. No, there's no I way to I was so thrown by the nipple fantasia. I mean, probably peanut butter. Peanut butter and jelly. Yeah, you don't think it... Peanut, the the metal lunch boxes get pretty sad towards the end. Wouldn't you admit that they have some? You get a I little spilled so. apple juice. Things are often growing yeah, it's inside. Not well, they, I definitely had different plants and ecosystems inside my if you have lunch box that, by the end. Yeah, but if you have family that will sort of, um, I don't know. Yeah, if you have family that will wash your lunch box for you as a child, then they're they're pretty sanitary. Yeah, yeah. But I, yeah, I don't know. I'm, I think peanut butter and jelly. I can't wait to get my son his first lunchbox. I don't know what it's going to be. You decided what it's going to be? Are I don't you, know. Will you let him pick it well, out? Well, here's a factor. Or do you give him a piece of nostalgia Here's a factor. start him off cool? I'm going to start him off cool. Um, <laughs> here's the thing. Good. I don't know about the whole school thing because my son, uh, Chance, is a wonderful baseball swing so far. Wonderful baseball swing. Yes, that is uh, all that you care wonderful. about. Wonderful. Well, 
You know, he hasn't learned to spell. Hasn't learned to spell, but I don't think he should learn skills that aren't going to be useful later in life. You know, the swing he can do something with. You know, I don't want him to be able to read a book. I want him to be able to read a a curveball. You know, do you think he can read a curveball? Do you think you're going to live vicariously through him and really push him to be a baseball player? Uh, No, I'm not going to push. I'm just enjoying what I'm seeing so far. Do you believe what you're saying? I'm enjoying that sweet swing. Yeah. I'm trying to discourage the Cash, whole spelling thing, the reading Cash's thing. House, I want to tell all of his listeners, <laughs> it's only about 20, 25 minutes before he gets the ball or, ca- or Chance grabs the uh, bat and they just start playing baseball in the living room, just with the plastic bat, plastic ball. And he, every time he hits it, and he hits it almost every time, he runs all the way around the couch and all the way back. Pretty distressing, yeah. to be he honest needs with to, you. I'm worried that he, you, you know your desires to be a great football player, but baseball supersede his uh, baseball. I can't believe you brought your phone out here on this birding expedition. Well, I I have to be able to get calls. Um, what if I didn't even wants, know you get reception somebody, out here. What if somebody wants to rent my mai tai? You didn't tell me. You didn't tell me the, the unique thing about Kate. You said there was something physically unique about Kate. Yeah, she. Uh, she, uh, she's she's just so kind. Oh, you know? yeah, okay. She really okay. is. To me, she. Uh, <laughs> I know this is. I don't know what the laughter is about. This is my wife we're talking yeah. about here. She's just. You know, she's got something to her where she always tries to look optimistic, see the best in other people. It's it's really a Powerball situation, yeah, as I've mentioned it really before. Is. It's just she does not have a. Um, she doesn't have a butthole. Whoa. whoa. At all. Wait a Not second. Really. So that is. How does she? Where does she? <laughs> well, she shits out the front. <laughs> I, I, I did not know that. She, <laughs> Imagine that, that happening on Carson. She's one. Imagine one that, that tonight show. She. I think it's the funniest paneling situation. What would Carson do? Ouch! Uh, I I did not know that. Uh, yep, Johnny. She shits out the front. Wild stuff. She's I, one of those. <laughs> There's not many of those. Not many of those. Not many of those. Not many of those. What, left. Johnny? <laughs> what do you call those? Those are uh, sort of the front you loading. You tell me, Johnny. The front loaders. Yeah, they're the front loaders. The front loading shitters. The front shitters. <laughs> It's all right. Well, how it's did, all right. We just got a timeout bathroom versus sexual intercourse. <laughs> well, that would change the relationship a little bit. I'm glad you're able to. I don't think so. I think it's actually been a positive. It's been a big bonus for us. Yeah, it really has. Because you know what she can do. What else? <laughs> she can. If she has to shit really badly, she can go in the man's urinal. Ooh. Know, in the in the men's room urinals. Useful like that also because yeah, I don't know what because there's not as long of a imagining, line. but it not is as long a of a blast line. out the front. It's a, a single. It's a three tiered. Is it a is it a is it a one blast or a three tiered? <laughs> a three tiered cash stacker. <laughs> a cash stacker. Yeah, that's when cash goes to. That's a cash yeah. is in the means when cash goes to a yeah. movie. And some two, people call it a two, bevy of levies. Someone, <laughs> somebody, uh, two or more tweeted that two, a bevy of levies. Two or more, two or more sitting on my lap. Members are sitting on his lap on my lap during a movie, movie. <laughs> and then you have the popcorn waterfall <laughs> that results, which is your brainchild. 
<laughs> you can the top person can eat popcorn. You it will fall down. Rest. It will fall down into the hands and the mouths. <laughs> Actually, what you do on a cash stacker, a three ply cash stacker, or a bevy of levies, is the bottom person just leaves their mouth open, and yeah. all the popcorn and candy just falls right down into I it. I think we've talked about this. There's a lot of sort of. You've read a Twizzler just slide argument. right down from a. Yeah. yeah. No, it's, I mean it's delicious. But uh, you know, there's been a lot of sort of argument about what, where, which, which ply you, yeah. where you want to be in the cash stack. Yeah, you want to be in the middle or the, the top of the top of it. You know, bottom gets the most food. You have it crushes your penis though. Yeah. Crushes your penis. <laughs> That's the problem. But the one at the top, it's not very comfortable after a while. You're on. You know, I just I think unless you're the smallest person, it's, yeah. this is tough. Middle is probably the worst because mm, yeah. you're getting the hand me down really from up top, and you're sitting. But on you're also pull getting up. my erection. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Which no matter how far, no matter how of course, far even the person on the there, top could feel that. Oh, fellas, take a break. Yeah, ladies, I want to talk to you. Cash <laughs> has been talking about his penis size a lot lately. <laughs> So, in, in any event, uh, it's great to have. It's great to be able to do this podcast with you. It's great to just stack uh, cash. I'm going to do another uh, triple banger lightning, lightning round. round. Question yeah, two. Ooh. Question two. And this actually uh, kind of refers to the three ply cash dagger. Uh, most inappropriate thing to bring into a movie because uh, I tried one of these. Uh, you know where they stop you. Uh, Loose dog's feet. Well, I'm going to give you some options. Uh, okay. Most inappropriate thing to bring into a movie: a pizza, uh, wind chimes. A parrot, <laughs> top hat. Parrots are beasts. Or fondue, or another movie. <laughs> <laughs> another movie, but with a projector and everything. Yeah, that would be tough. Another movie. Um, what do you think? Because I tried to bring a pizza into a movie. Apparently, that's inappropriate to have the full box. A pizza is <clears throat> the pizza is the hardest because you can't hide it. I thought it would help with a sneak in, but it actually kind of stuck out. I, I stuck out. Do they think that you're delivering a pizza? I don't know. To I just the... thought it'd be. I I got that cocky with one of my sneak ins. Wow, that pizza. is cocky. I carry a pizza in. I'm hungry. That's didn't didn't work. It's cocky. Was it a full box or was it just? A they didn't slice? stop me for sneaking in the movie. They just said you can't bring the pizza into the movie. Then maybe it did full help box. you. Then maybe it did help you. It just yeah. cost you a pizza to get it. Yeah, yeah. Full box is tough. I still go with my answer, which is they might have seen it as a bribe. I don't know. Which is loose dog's feet. Loose dog paws. Those are hard to come by. So like a box of sort of severed dog's feet. <laughs> I think that's really inappropriate. Not only to go to a movie, too, but to go to company, to go, you know, to go over to companies, go over, uh, you know, to friends' houses, to enjoy their company. Don't bring a box of loose yeah. dog feet. Yeah, I don't think, yeah, don't yeah. bring loose dog feet anyway. If you, if you learn anything from the show. And I'm sure you haven't. Yeah. You know what? There's 12 and a half listeners, and I was told recently we're at about the 20, 124th episode, something like that. 124 episodes. That means that we're just Think about to a point where... all the talked to, over this is, yeah, I know. Amazing. Episodes. Amazing. We're about to the point where we've ruined everyone's life at least once. I it think feels that good. could be true. And I, I'd be interested in your listeners if they were ever, would ever be interested in... Sort of telling us which podcast sort of ruined their life. Mm-hmm. Which one? Of the I'd like to know that. Of which you. one? Yeah, we'd like some, I don't know, indication someone's listening. So please write that to us. Yeah. Uh, we, um, we were told recently that these aren't even going on the internet. No, we, we have no idea what's happening we, we with just, these. We hand them to sort of a, an elderly uh, Asian woman in Chinatown in yeah. Los Angeles. Yep. And then... Uh, 
you know, she says, you know, I put them on, and so we say, right. okay, you know, right. she don't, she no nerdist, you know, right. she'll say nerdist, nerdist. Um, I th- one time I thought she was saying nervous, like you look nervous, nervous, but <clears throat> so we hope these are getting to people. Yeah, I hope I hope we're getting them out there like a like a fresh pizza that can't be snuck into a movie. Uh, if you do bring another movie into a movie, um, I think it's especially rude to bring a bootleg of the same movie that you just went to and then you play it a little earlier than the real movie yeah, that everyone paid to see. That's things. really rude. Yeah, and you project it on the ceiling. That is super duper rude. Now, if you bring Dog Day Afternoon, a lot of people enjoy that. Different, Ruder, uh, ruder still, know. ruder still, Dog Day Afternoon, but you you know, you know bring in Dog Day Afternoon and, and a the, box of and, loose and dogs. Dog speak. Right, exactly. Dog speak. So, yeah, that was a, uh, and that's just an audio only, high five you heard there. That's the only way that I will watch Dog Day Afternoon is uh, with a box of Loose dog paws. Fresh dog paws. Don't have to be fresh. No? Just have to smell nice. Hardened dog paws. Yeah, fossilized dog paws. <laughs> That's my dad's company. <laughs> Triple banger lightning, lightning round. round. Question, uh, question question three. three. Question three. Uh, question three. Uh, jet lag. Space shuttle lags little bitch. Let's hear it Boom. one more time. Let's hear it one more time. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> Through the three-point line. Yahtzee. Yahtzee. <laughs> Taste it. Custom fit. I am ta- I'm talking about a jet lag. Is, I'm going to make something up and ask if the real thing is the little bitch. In the, what is space shuttle? The triple banger to end all triple bangers. <laughs> Dancing word bird contest. Fellas and ladies. And let's. Take a break. Let's take it to the phones. <laughs> I love that. Like they have more than one phone. There's just like 50 phones. Take, let's take it to the phones now. Uh, jet lag. Space shuttle lags little bitch. There like, is no such thing as space shuttle I'm sure those. Lag. Imagine the amount. You're making something no, up no, and no. saying it's, me, it's a little what, bitch. Well, let me finish. What about this? Highways. Supra highways little bitch. Well, that makes some sense. Yes. No. Listen. Listen. People complain about jet lag when they come back from Germany or somewhere, right? December? Especially in December. Uh, <laughs> when they get back from Germany, they'll complain about jet lag, right? Imagine the jet lag if you went to, like, the moon or something. I bet you I could, I bet you could use that as an excuse. You stuff. could be late for stuff for months. You could be like, I've got a space shuttle lag. So you think astronauts can kind moon of lean lag. on that crutch? Yeah, I think they could rely on that crutch for months. Hmm. Yeah, and if any of them had the name... Uh you know, you know, if anyone had their name Greg, like an astronaut named Greg, yeah, then uh, you know they could kind of make up a little, like just a little thing to go with it, so that pe- and people would be like, ah, oh, Greg, the astronaut, he's we get it, you're late, yeah. you just got off of a mission two months right. ago, and he would say like, uh, hey guys, sorry I'm late, I have space shuttle jet lag. Right? Is that what it is? Space shuttle lag, yeah. Okay. Hey, guys. I'm sorry I'm late. I have space shuttle lag. Right? Yeah. Uh, My name's Greg, but you can call me Greg. So then it's got some kind of rhymes, you know? And and lets them say, and then then they'll kind of tease them sometimes, like, Greg, come into the living room. But it'll sort of help him continue to be late for as long as he wants, I think. Yeah. Because eventually you kind of become his thing. Then he doesn't even ever have to be on time. And if your thing is being late and saying, 
Hey guys, sorry I'm late. I've got space shuttle lag. Hey, remember everyone, my name's Greg, but you can call me Greg. That becomes his thing. That yeah. he, you know, it's a built-in excuse. He can be late all the time, and then whenever he decides to be on time, people are like, whoa, Greg, you're yeah. coming in early. <laughs> I would go so far as to say there are astronauts that became astronauts so that they could show up late to places after their missions because they have such a built-in excuse. That is a bold move for saying. Bold talk, and zesty. Talking about something. I mean, that is a zesty, bold it's move. It's custom fit. It's okay? custom fit. These are the hot and tasty pods, but these are the ones where you're making up something called Space Shuttle Lack. Yeah. And then you're saying, I would go as far as to say. Yes, I would. Why don't you say that if you had it, you would use it forever? I would use it every time. Yeah. The There's other, like that, like those firemen in the, uh, the firemen that uh, survived uh, 9-11. I'd use that as an excuse. Being late? Not wanting to do chores around the house. <laughs> You know, I'd be like, honey, my back hurts. The uh, World come Trade on, Center on. fell on my back. Just help with the groceries. Okay? That was 10 years ago. The World Trade Center fell on my back. It didn't I fall survived on your back. It. You actually showed up in the last wave because you were out drinking with Greg. <laughs> <laughs> Give him a break. He has space shuttle uh, leg. We're going to move it along to where were you? Where were you? Where We were talking, we were, uh, last time I saw you, we were in uh, uh, Arizona. We're still here, actually, sure. somewhere, bird watching. We weren't, uh, we weren't uh, lip clubbing on the Mississippi River. Something like that. River. But we were, uh, we were out by the pool, and uh, first of all, uh, I, you know, my health is up and down, and I think I'm probably going to die before you. I don't know if it's going to happen. We've talked about this. I and think I it's want, actually a 60-40 split. I think you have a 60% chance. I'm on the fritz, over. okay? You're on the fritz. I'm coming apart I'm, at the seams. It all ends in one flash for yeah. me. I'm like a baseball where one hit's going to kind of blow it away. Now, here's the thing. I want the show to continue without me. I want you to continue no, this gonna, legacy. But you wouldn't know either way. And I, not only do I want you to do the show, I want the sound quality to be crystal clear. You know what? Actually, I, I, I'm going to stop right now and I'm going to tell yeah. you. I pledge to you yeah. that every second of every minute of every hour of every day of every week of every year, I will continue the podcast. I'll record all of it. And I want you to have the same great guests that I, I had. Yes, I will. And but you, 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 okay. I don't want you to bring in new guests that weren't used, new people on the show. It's okay. going to be just the guests, They're just pro- the participants that were on the show and for the first hundred and twenty some odd episodes. You, oh, I mean, I'm not replaceable, but just you and the other guests that were on the show. Okay, so have I, to keep the show going. All right, so I'll, I'm, I'm, I'll take your place. Yeah, and then put on all the same guests. Yes. That is got an entertaining yeah. show. Yeah, yeah, got it. <laughs> and I have you have a terribly easy time. In any event, I, it's not going to matter anyway because our friendship is coming apart at the seams. We almost had a real, we had a real close call. Yesterday I was well, supposed to I wake think, it, no, Apparently I, I you think, went out to the pool. Do you want to tell the story? Uh, no, actually you tell the story. Why don't you? Go on. Where are you going? I'm going to get some cookie dough. I'm <laughs> upset. Well, how can we have cookie dough here TJ has a cookie dough in the cave. Bears to come over to me. 
He has cookie dough in the cave, and now he's bringing it back over here, and it's frozen. That's that's interesting. Well, we I don't keep, know. That's we, possible. Let me keep, have one. Keep it in the ice box. Let me have one. There you go. Hmm. Well, well, tell the story. So, I thought you were going to tell the story. First of all, talk for a second. I'm eating. Oh, okay, so Cash, we were at the pool. I went to sleep because it's very hot in Arizona. Well, first a we ate. Let's go further back. First, we ate at a Mexican restaurant. Yes, called the Modern Margarita or something. Mar- modern I Margarita. I personally don't believe that Mexican restaurants should have menus. I think that's an insult to my intelligence. I, I think that we we disagree. In fact, so I think most yeah. restaurants should not have a menu. I can think of what I want. It should say Italian, Mexican. I think that is so. Why are you creating these new you? foods? I know I want tacos. He said that, but then we look on the menu. I I look on the menu. <laughs> And they have a taco flight. Yeah. Which is hilarious. Because it's, they bring out 31 tacos. 31 tacos. All on the same long platter. Just, just a taco width. Mm-hmm. Only yeah. Wide There's a lot of tacos. Taco, but long enough for 33 tacos yeah. or something. And, uh, but if I had just said I'd like, I'd like... I didn't need to find that. I, before I saw that, I said I'd like tacos. And that's how we came to that in the first place. Well, so I don't think you need menus at a res- at a Mexican restaurant. I think you just say I'd like a burrito, an enchilada, a taco, put some shrimp in it, and then they'll tell you, you if that's not thing. possible. You do the same thing when we went to the Mellow Mushroom. Yeah, to eat pizza, he just goes, "I'll have a pepperoni pizza," and I go, "You got to look at these pizzas. There's all these insane pizzas. And it's not just buffalo chicken pizza. There's some pretty amazing pizzas here. There's no reason to improve on perfection." It just—it's not adventurous, and you're, aren't you going to get sick of pepperoni pizza by that no, time? No, because you're only going to eat it what ten, fifteen times a year. You're not going to eat not it a lot. With me, no. Okay. Well, if you're eating—you have a good point. If you're eating a lot more than that, but the bottom line is, then if we were about to leave every day. We're about to leave, and you decided you wanted uh, four margaritas. No, you're not telling it the right way. Okay, you had had two. So what Cash did? <clears throat> what Cash did was. Because he's a really cool guy. He's a really nice guy. Yeah. Um, he said, I'm going to pay. And I said, no, no, I'd like to pay for this. And he said, nope, I'm paying. And he was very stern about it. He's actually, yeah. it was a little rude. Yeah, very aggressive. The way that you said it. Yeah. And so I said, okay, yeah, let him pay for it. And also, I'll take four more margaritas. <clears throat> you know, and everybody laughed. The server. Because you had had two already. What's that? You'd already had two. It doesn't feel like I'm being judged. I just want to make it no, clear. No, I just I'm telling. I just want to make it clear how the, you're coming off. No, I, no, it's fine. I'm just telling the listeners see. why I wasn't sure you. I thought you were oh, joking. You're defending yourself. I thought you were joking. So, so that's the only happened. reason I, I'm mentioning it. So she goes, "Are you kidding?" I go, "No, I'm serious." Because I wanted him to pay for another four margaritas. Because I was going to pay for lunch the next day, and I'm going to pay for dinner. Yeah. So. She said, are you serious? What kind? I said, yeah, your dealer's choice. Go for it. And Cash is like, no, no, don't do that. And I was like, why? Come on, you're paying for the... Now you don't want to pay for it? And he's like, no, no, I mean, I'll pay for them. It's just, he's kidding. He's kidding. You're joking. And I said, no, no, I'm not not joking. I'm quite serious. Bring me four margaritas. Fully intending just to like, you know, just to add another four margaritas to his bill. And then she goes... All right, well, I'll bring him out. And Cash goes, don't, don't, don't do that. And I was like, Cash, come on, I'll pay for it, okay? And you're like, no, no, just he's joking, he's joking. And so then I said, I'm not joking. Please bring me four margaritas. Then I insisted on paying for them once I knew then you were serious. Is, then, but I had already paid for them. 
But I did say I wanted to pay for them. Let's get it all on the record. Cash did it all exactly right. No, I just, I did want to pay for them. So she, so she leaves. I'm later to find out when she brings him the check and no margaritas that he had given her. I said, well, what what happened to the margaritas? And she said, oh, I thought you were joking. I said, well, I, I said that I wasn't joking upwards of four times. And she goes, yeah, but when I turn around, Cash kind of gave me a little look and made a, made a gesture that was sort of like, don't do that. And I just was like, I and I, to this true. date, I know that you, I know that you knew I was serious. I did not. You just didn't want to pay for the margaritas. I, why would I care about paying for the margaritas? I don't know. I, it's a mystery even to me. I, I honestly just thought you were you, joking. You know, you know me well enough to know that uh, the absurdity and comedy always bleeds into the reality and vice versa. And you wouldn't let me live out this joke. It's a funny joke. The ending is... Okay. It's the same joke. Lots of people do it. They they fight over the bill. Okay. And finally, one person says, "All right, I'll oh, pay for so it." Oh, so that's what it was. See, I didn't even understand goes, that's what, what the joke and the was. The other guy, no. Then the other guy goes, "All right, you can pay. You can pay. Of three more martinis." It's like an old joke, you know. Okay. See, so, I didn't even know that. So I was going to live out the joke because that's the fun of sort of having comedy okay. come into reality. And Cash just fucked I me blew on that one. one. I blew and it. And then he kept insisting that you, you're like, I thought you were joking. I and really then he did. got into the I'll thank you later stuff. And you'll thank me later when you don't. No human being should need five margaritas. And meanwhile, I've been talking about the nihilist <laughs> and nothing matters. And so then I have to go, and now I'm, you know, I'm trying to live in that. So then I have to be the one that goes, well, no one needs four of anything. We don't need any. We don't need to be. You here. did bring up a good point. You said we have fifteen tacos here. Yeah, that was a good point. So, we had a, a so good point. many tacos. You brought up a good point. Four. So four margaritas. <laughs> nobody needs it. So you may have won the argument then there. To prove fifteen my, tacos. Then to prove my point, you said, "Did we need fifteen? I tacos? then had to order. Then you had to drink four, four margaritas, margaritas just to win the argument. But it was good because it gave me some time. You went inside. Yeah. And give me some time to write. I wrote the last scene in the Nile, so that's good. But I got to tell you, <laughs> they got some damn good margaritas, <laughs> the modern margarita. They really do. They had one that was spicy. One with well, cayenne pepper. Another one with black pepper and hibiscus. In any event, we got back, and you had a radio show, and you, you fell asleep by the pool. Mm-mm. You're not. We're, if you're going to tell, okay. if you're going to tell okay. the story, that you're okay. really actually going to tell it. Okay. So here's what happened. So we had to do. We had. To, we wanted to do a pod. Right. And Cash had wanted to do two, but my voice was sort of hurting, and I was exhausted. It was a lot of travel the day before to get in, and it was a, a difficult show. And so we did one podcast, and I, I said to him, I said, you know, I want to go out and get some rest before radio. I want to take a nap. And he goes, okay, I just, we're, we're really, we're hot. It's hot. The, the pods are tasty. Yeah. These are hot pods. <laughs> TJ, can we just do one more? Can we, let's just do, because I really yeah. feel like we're on. It was like we were at the blackjack table. Yeah, exactly. And I was sort of like, I, I really, to be honest with you, I think I should. But then he guilted me into, and also I knew that we want to try and, you know, release a, a, a spicy pod. As much as we can. If he'll yeah. have me on the show. I like right. having you as a guest. Yeah, and so I, you know, I know he wants to release as many podcasts as he can. And plus, I had a special had a surprise time. for you. Yeah, and it really ended up being a great surprise because what it was was the near death of our friendship. <laughs> <laughs> so here's why. So I, I, look I threw at my you watch. a lovely I, bachelor party. I look at my watch and I say, I don't know. You know, yeah. 
I think I guess I can have a twenty minute nap. I wanted to nap for an hour. I didn't sleep very well. I haven't been sleeping very well because of the nihilist. So I sort of did the classic TJ thing that I shouldn't have done, where I said, "Okay, I'll bite off more than I can chew. I'll do something for someone else. I'll put everything else ahead of me. I won't put myself ahead of anything." Um, which is a side effect that is fairly negative to the philosophy that drives me to do this altruistic public service we call comedy. So, so I compulsively then do a second podcast, which of course goes on longer than he promises it's going to go on. Although we did have some very good points about the eye test of beasts. (laughs) (laughs) And then, you know, so then I go quickly to try and lie down and go to sleep. I don't fall asleep right away. I, Cash knows that I have radio at 4.30. I fall asleep. I wake up. It's like 4.29. Finally, the, 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 the phone beneath me has woken me up. And, or Cash, you actually did I did wake you say, up. Hey, hey, TJ, wake up. I was like, what time is it? 4.20. Like, it's 4.29. No, it was 4.20. It was 4.24. It was bad news. I okay. looked at my watch, and I was like, I was supposed to yeah. leave at 4. Okay. I had radio at 4.30. Cash didn't think to wake me up, and I want you now to explain to everybody why you didn't. Well, first of all, I thought that the radio people and the people that were picking you up, and there were about six cars that came to pick you up, <laughs> and people in the parking lot, a couple different families, kids, dogs, or a lot of people to pick you up. I thought they would call you, and that's how you would wake up from your cell phone. So that's number one. Or I thought you set an alarm. That's number two. Number three, I thought it was Both great. Of these I thought it was great. You were sleeping. I thought it was great. You were you're getting some rest. You had been concerned about getting rest, so I was out there by the pool, and you were sleeping. And I thought this is good. I'll wake him up at the last minute if they don't call him, and that's what I did. But waking someone up in my family is not a show of, of love. And this is really interesting. So explain that. Well, I think we talked about this one aspect of it before, but I think the harder someone tries to not be the one to wake you up, the, the more they love you. It's, it's a bad thing to wake someone up. It's a, it's, a, it's a cardinal sin in my family. Don't wake people up. So, you really, so I really, really tried to wait till the last minute. About, yeah. I was hoping that someone else would have to do that terrible uh, deed. Then I woke you up, and you ran off, did your radio. It went well. And we've been sort of restructuring and sort of rebuilding our relationship ever since. I think we're back. It was the guillotine that severed the friendship. (laughs) That failure to wake a person up. It's just a common courtesy (laughs) that I would have in my mind at some point, even right after he went to sleep, I would have woken you up and gone, hey, Cash, do you want me to wake you up before radio? What time you got to get up? Uh, Just a simple, thoughtful, you know, just any kind of thoughtfulness for others. Nothing. Just you retained a family tradition for someone who isn't in your family. <laughs> Perfect. I thought of you as family. Levies, take Levies, you know what I'm talking about. Everybody else, take a break. I would put you in the cash stacker and I'd put you right on top. You know, I would, or yeah, on the bottom. I would not in the middle not though. to be in on it. Anyway. You know? Yeah. The bottom line is today I think we've really resurrected our friendship from the depths of I haven't of, said that at all. No? Not even no? once. No. <laughs> I've enjoyed our day. We've had some scintillating conversation. We've had some scintillating uh, We've concluded that the first time you learned to masturbate, the following 48 hours, yes. is pivotal to your sense of self-control. <laughs> well, because you're, you made the good point about the first man who ever, who ever masturbated. <laughs> that 48 hours was really important as to the proliferation of you know, the human race. Yeah. Yeah, because he could have broken his dick. Is sort of what you were yeah, saying. Exactly, 
Exactly. And in, in fact, it was probably a great peril to his hands, too. Both hands <laughs> were probably uh, chapped and bleeding Involved. by the time. Because the following yeah, 48 hours oh, yeah. after you learn to masturbate is a very important period of time to learn self-control. <laughs> you have to test. It tests your resolve. It does. It tests you your resolve. That's what it is. Thing, because you remember the first orgasm we had? It, it is... It's a drug. It's shocking. It it's something drug. that pleasurable can happen, <laughs> and somehow you made it happen yourself. Uh, and you know? it's, yeah, it's a, it's a drug. It becomes a drug and when you're like 15, 16, you, 17. You, you should, I think they should have – you should every be allowed night. to Why miss two days of school. You should, be, you should be – well, he masturbated a couple – like, you know, women have their, their, their uh, menstrual cycle. I think, you know, they One have – they can nice get out of class if, if they – if they, they should they get out of class for their menstrual cycle. I think – uh, men, you know, you write a note to the teacher. You know, he he masturbated yesterday. Give him forty eight hours. Yeah. He's got things to explore. <laughs> yeah. He's going crazy on his own body. He needs to do it. He needs his times. <laughs> I think that is so funny. I hope that society does come to a point where there aren't the hang ups with sex that there are. Where you really can't do that. Where people are like. Did you hear Jake learn how to masturbate yesterday? Yeah, so he gets the next two days off. Uh, and then, like, another, <laughs> the bully, even the bully in the class is like, <laughs> he's got no idea what he's in for. <laughs> <laughs> Let's finish up with maskers. Okay. Uh, I have a maskers that I've really been wanting to do with you. Okay. And I've held it back for a show that I'm especially proud of. I think this has been a hot and tasty, spicy pod. This, this has, has been, been fun. Spicier, it's hot been really tasties. spicy. Yeah. It's been really spicy, and it wasn't on the menu. Someone just said, "I'd like a hot, spicy, tasty pod," yeah. and they said, "What kind?" Cashing with T.J. Miller, and this is what they got. We also have a cliffhanger at the end. Boom! Of the episode. It's going to end the episode. <laughs> let's go to the phones. We're not going to. Let's go to the phones right now. This is from Clayton Stamper. Uh, he writes, "Was the Titanic disaster an inside job?" Well, I mean, I don't think so. I, I believe the iceberg theory, but I'm glad you bring it up because I, I haven't really explored the idea of that. You think there was a penguin on board? Was it the captain who kind of said, I want to go down with the ship? An inside job. See, I like conspiracy theaters. I like theaters where there's conspiracies There's a lot of theaters that you think that they're grocery stores, but they're actually like theaters. They they Um, won't let certain people in. I'm going to give you a couple. Before we go, a couple conspiracy theories and see which one you think is the most true. Uh, Michael Jordan's final shot against the Utah Jazz. Uh, Was there a second shooter? I like it. Yeah. Yeah. did Tang create space? Tang? Yeah, Tang. Ah. These are some of my favorites. Like space. It was is is the manufacturers of uh space ice cream, astronaut ice cream, did they create space yeah. in the space program? Yeah. yeah. And here's one that I actually think uh is true. I think I don't know if I've mentioned this on the show. Was Jim Morrison or is Billy Idol Jim Morrison? Uh, why? What? I just think it's possible. I really do. <laughs> he changed his hair and the whole thing, but I think it's possible. You think he sort of he wanted to be able to play two different ones? Just start over, not be such a you know. He was almost being a victim so of you his. Think, you think Jim Morrison faked his own death, perhaps, and then <laughs> and then became Billy Idol? And, 
don't believe it. I think it's possible. It can't. I came be. up with that when I was a kid, and I think it's. I'm, I'm going to go with it. I'm going to. I'm going to run with that one. But don't they have close-up pictures of each of them? I guess he could have gotten facial reconstruction. All kinds surgery. of stuff. Yeah. It, it made sense. His leg is. Really you know, his his whole reputation had become too big for him. You know, he needed to start over. Would you do that? <clears throat> Would you fake your own death? Um, no, it wouldn't. It wouldn't be. Not, it would be too cruel to the to the people that love you. Now, if you burn all your bridges first, yeah, then maybe you do it, right? Well, let's just say if you were with, if you were with him, you know, if you were in in his situation, mm-hmm. would you fake your own death? If it just becomes too big to deal with, yeah, I would still have my loved ones know, and and if I could trust them to keep the secret, then maybe I would. Wow, I mean, I think that's right? part of it. Yeah. So I just wanted to mention because I guess yeah. people haven't really seen this lately. Yeah. Um, this section is called "Ask the Masters," and that is because we're sort of masters in every every subject. We know we know enough to sort of falsely confidently, you know, tell you the answer. Um, we cannot call it, uh, you know, askers. Because it doesn't combine the two words. No, so that's why we call it right. maskers. Right. It is not. Okay. And I'm going to first go to Shouty Blair, which is a real mouthy bitch to a certain extent. I'm teasing you, Blair, but your last name's hard to pronounce. It's Paz Darash. You say, I know how you feel, critters. Hey, cashing in with TJ. Which one would make the best mask? So, and, and she, this, she links to the 44 medieval beasts that cannot even handle it, which is a very strange thing. It's very strange. Uh, it's strange that she's reading that. Right. But it is not about masks. It's not. Okay? It's not. I need to really, <clears throat> really, really make that clear. It seems like you, you, you feel a little upset about that. Uh, I'm more, 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 more than a little upset. Mm-hmm. Somebody Just actually, a little. somebody sent me, I'm looking for it right now, somebody actually sent me. Uh, a picture, and he said, what do you think of this movie? And it was Jim Carrey in The Mask. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay? Not okay. Mm-hmm. Somebody, Justin, Just Enough 83, wrote Cash Levy, Cash is singing falsetto. Falsetto or truthsetto? Mm-hmm. What do you think? I think, uh, you know, I think it's truthsetto. You do? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Interesting. So you, you really think you're singing, not speaking the truth, but singing the truth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You do? Yeah. All right. So I'm trying to think of a song that has the word truth in it. Uh, nearly. Can at, you think of one? At nearly. You really near, dropped the ball on this. Truth. <laughs> Is truth be told, I've never known a man so old. Remember that old one? I don't. I don't remember um, that all right, and then here's here's a real one. Is cleaning your toilet with used mouthwash effective? Mm, yeah. Says Skirl Giraffe, Skirliot. Mm-hmm. What do you think? I think that's a good, if you've already used the mouthwash, yeah, spit in the toilet. Not bad. Makes it look Disinfect cleaner. Disinfect a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Do it exactly, mm-hmm. exactly, mm-hmm. exactly. Yeah, and that's one you can just take with you. Just now take, this, now put I'm, that in your pocket. If you don't have a hole in it, and just take it with you. Okay, so two things. One, at Granton A. Biscuit... Uh, wrote Merlin, uh, Merlin Mara, sorry, uh, again, it is all, Kate's calling saying, when are you coming home and are you bringing berries and honey, you know, 
It's just mahogany. You know what? I see something in the distance. Does does Merlin wear a merkin? And if so, is there some sort of hat involved? Or shall I say involved? Like in the vulva. Oh. Do you know what a merkin is? No, I don't. And then it doesn't it would help. It would help if I knew that. It doesn't matter. It's a false... It's like a toupee for your pubic okay. hair. Okay. So nearly napalm... <laughs> Nearly Napalm writes, is it acceptable to say custom fit when you're inside someone? Hmm. What do you think about that? Custom fit. I like that. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I think that's um, I think that's a useful... Would you do that? I would not. No. No. So then no. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <clears throat> I'm not a big talker. Austin, the creator at Bankrupt Austin. You're not a big talker in the intercourse? In, in, during, yeah. It's all I do. Really? Uh, we don't even actually, I don't put any of my genitalia inside of Kate's. It's just talking. And I climax over and over again after almost every single sentence. It's well, exhausting. When you're with someone with a front loader, you can't get you near can't it. Really, you can't really. can't get near it. It's more, talking is more sort of preferable. So Austin, the creator says, nihilism, not a river in Africa. Pretty good. Or does Africa really exist at all? Very good. Mm. Or rivers, for that matter. And I want to say that, no, Joan Rivers does not exist any longer. And an RIP to her. Uh, because, you know, she's gone. So I thought that was pretty she amazing. She was super that funny. Is, she was super funny. She's super funny. But Austin, the creator, that was a triple-layered joke with nihilism, where the second joke related to the first yeah, one. Yeah, it was almost a three-ply cash stacker Yes, it was, it was almost yeah. exactly that. A three-ply cash stacker. And then the Or Rivers, for that matter, was even unknown. You, how could it's almost you a known? four floors of horrors. Or a seven levels of Nevels. It's actually, it's five. Joke style. It's five Nevels. It's the five levels of Nevels. It's the five levels of Nevels? Yeah. You hmm. can do seven levels There's of Nevels. That's floors a lot of, of Nevels. That's a lot of Nevels. It's too many Nevels. <laughs> Look, I see something in the distance, and we're not going to do a, a cliffhanger here, but we're just going to go find out what it is uh, as we look for these birds. Uh, Can you look, look up? All these, look at all these, look at do all you these maskers. You, you want to do more maskers? At, at, after the bowl, okay. Adam Nicholas, <clears throat> will iodizing and kosher departments gang up on the upstart pink Himalayan division? That's a serious... Uh, yeah, he's serious like, question. Should we worry about this? He hashtagged it salt company politics. I, I like I funny. like after the bull. He's, is it after the bull? Uh, after the bull. He has a hashtag yeah. saying uh, get cash verified. Yeah. How I do like, you like how do you get that. verified? What is that? Let's get more of that done. You got to call Twitter. I'm not supposed to be a real person. We'll what talk, does that mean? We'll talk through it. What does just it mean? To make sure it means that you're actually cash levy and they know it. Well, listen, I want to thank everybody. I have a Wikipedia page. Yeah. And I think somehow I know that the 12 and a half somehow, even though I ruined most of their lives, went ahead and and I know there are a bunch of people involved. I'd like to thank all of you. Uh, I feel like a, I feel like I'm a legitimate entity in the world, an uh, actual person. But apparently, uh, you need some kind of a check mark or something. I didn't even know there was a verification process. But I've sent in a blood sample, a pee sample, a stool sample, and my SAT scores. So hopefully that'll help. I think that will. So look, so this is um, <clears throat> M.M. McMillian says, could an Ehrlich tribute beard be considered a mask? And that's the same facial hair. <laughs> he sees a picture a of A tribute beard. It's a tribute beard. I've never heard of a tribute beard. I like that. 
I like it a lot. I do not like that this fucking section is not about masks. It's not about wearing masks. Not if it's a mask. Stop it, Mike McMillian. Stop it. Okay. We better... Let's get you back in the cave. I, I am. I'm a surly bear. Look what I see. Look at that up ahead. What? It's what? A, my God. What is that? It's a, it's a cliff that's hanging over the side. It's, a, it's, just, it's an actual... A hang, cliff hanging It's a where? cliff hanger. There's a cliff, and it's hanging. There's some rocks hanging over the side. It's a cliffhanger. Is that a second cliff that's hanging off of the yeah. first cliff? Yeah, it's two cliffs on top of each other. So that's a cliff. That's a cliff. It's a cliffhanger. That's a cliff. It's hang- a cliff hanging. Cliff off hanging a cliff. off of another cliff. That's yeah. A cli- that's a, a cliffhanger cliff. Yeah. Some people call it a cliff squared. Cliff Not many. Hanger squared. No, actually, no one's ever called that. <laughs> Let's go check it out. It was so fun to have you on my podcast again. Thank you. I got to go back and hibernate. I'm glad we're friends. Go back to your cubs. I know that, well, little Schlittle and Fanartine and and Bear Cub. I ran out of names. I'm going to go find the San Diego chicken. Okay. And definitely don't don't come into my cave. And if you do find any mascot where... That's probably because the San Diego chicken maybe went in there and then stripped down. And then ran away. Okay. See you later. Now leaving Nerdist.com. Nerdist.com.